Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's Kid Coffee Black. Fire in the Kitchen podcast in the studio once again. Um, this is a a late night show, actually. It's about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, actually just got back to the house from a, um, a trip that I didn't, didn't want to take, but... I had to take because um situation was dire. But before I get too deep into the show, um let me get my shout outs out the way. Shout out to all the beautiful, strong, passionate, uh nourishing, considerate, protective women in the world and in my life. Um dedicating this entire show to you because of the roles women have played in raising me, turning me into the man that I am, and um, 
molding me as the man that I currently am. Um, shout out to Spotify listenership. Shout out to everybody listening on Google Play. Shout out to everybody listening on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, all of the fine areas in which this show is available every single day, 7 a.m. Um, not for nothing, man, but uh, women are the strongest creatures in the world. Females of our species have us beat by far, fellas. Um, they're just better than us. And damn near every way. Um, and that's my, my humble subjective opinion. Um, being a father and having witnessed childbirth, I know from firsthand experience that that pain that she seemed to be uh, going through and uh, the ang- anguish that she had be expressing upon her face is something that I could never, ever, ever deal with in a million years. Just not something I can do. I don't really even like tattoos like that. So I can't even uh, imagine pushing another human being out of my body. Um, and not for nothing, man. Y'all, y'all deal with a lot of shit. I mean, a lot of shit. Um, I'm the product of a single mother. For the most part, um, I'm very aware of my father and that side of my family um matter of fact my my grandmother helped raise me full circle conversation um my my dad's mother was a part of this i spent countless hours in in days um with her and learning from her and seeing how she interacted with the family and uh like I said, man, women are near and dear to my heart and so near that I, I have her name and uh Roses, her namesake, tattooed on my forearm because of the values and that she instilled in me and uh, um the lesson she taught me about family. And helping me understand how important um, it is to love your family and embrace your family, even when they give them, get on your nerves and they make you sick. And when there's too many of them around um, for you to get your fucking head straight. I often wonder how she did it, man. You know, she raised children that weren't hers. Like they were hers. She raised grandchildren that were hers. That weren't hers, I should say, like they were hers. You know? Um, I think about my mother. And all of the hardships that she's faced. My mom was a 17, maybe 18 year old mother. Pregnant with me. You know, and uh, 
at 18 years old, she got out there on her own and she got it and she did it. She did what the fuck she had to do. And eventually she established herself so well that, uh, you know, she had her own home and she was making money, taking care of her kids and taking care of other people's kids. There isn't a person within my family that I can look to and, and I can say that didn't live with us, that didn't sleep on our couch, didn't share a bedroom with me and my brother at one point in time. In this little three-bedroom house in Warrensville, Ohio, you know, sometimes eight, nine people in one house. She the only one in there working. She the only one in there with a job, bringing in some kind of, some kind of money. My mom was a foster parent for her uncle's children at one point in time. At, at shit, at two points in time. Let me correct myself. Two different uncles. And I think about the strength that I get or that I, I, I gained. When my daughter was born, and how I realized that uh, some of my behaviors towards women were uh, toxic, and it made me reflect on the times when I was untruthful to women. When I was a user. I'm completely ashamed to say. That at a certain point in my life. I was um, every bit of the fuckboy poster child. Being with multiple women at once. Not being a healthy communicator. Being afraid to commit. When my daughter was born, I had to I had to realize that one day the way the universe works, the way karma works, she might run into a man like me. Or a boy like me. She gets into middle school, high school, whatever, what have you. Someone who's going to try to take advantage of her, play mind games. I was that guy at one point in time. I was a manipulator. So it made me want to reverse uh, course. It made me want to change who I was. To be a better role model for her that way. By any chance, she would fall in love with the man who's closer to who I am now than the one who I used to be. And hopefully my love for her will outshine all of the bullshit that I did. And all of the negative energy that I brought to other people.
I sincerely apologize to any woman who has ever felt hurt by me. Whether I did it purposely or subconsciously or whatever, what have you. My sincerest apologies go out to any woman who's dealing with a domestic violence situation at home. Though I've never put my hands on a woman and I never will. I sympathize with you because I grew up in that environment. Physical and mental abuse. And a lot of times, ladies, it's because they're afraid of your strength. They're afraid of your intelligence. They're afraid that one day everything that they hold dear within you will be gone. And there's nothing that they can do about it. Because you don't need them. Tonight I got a phone call about a friend being in a situation that she deemed that was dangerous for her and her child. She desperately needed to leave and she desperately needed a place to, to stay, to lay low. Financially, I can, I could do something about it. Car-wise, I'm kind of fucked because I don't have a back seat. She has a baby. There's a car seat. So I'm scrambling. They're trying to figure something out. So I, you know, I reach out to my resources, my roommates. Um, and I try not to ask for a lot because I don't. I never want to be anybody's burden. I know. For an extended period of time, I was a burden upon other people through actions of my own and through nature. So this time, you know, uh, I just put it as plain as I possibly could. Hey, man, I need help, and it's a serious situation. I, uh, my guy roommate didn't understand. I can tell he didn't understand. He's probably, um, to my knowledge, never dealt with a domestic violence situation in his home. He doesn't understand how dire it is. And this is just my interpretation of the situation. That could be completely opposite of his thinking. But still, in that situation, I needed all of the assistance that I could get. But, um, right then and there, immediately his girlfriend stepped up and she, um, I can take you. It's not a problem. I don't work until 8 o'clock. She was dressed and we were on the road, man. Four, almost five hours later, we're back in my house. Um, everybody's safe. Everybody's resting. I'm out on my front porch with my citronella candle going. And I'm recording this show for y'all. Having this beer reflecting on the night that I, I had. Reflecting on the strength of women. The solidarity of women.
and I grand I gained a greater understanding of her and her life and the things that she's been through. And I've gained a greater respect for her. And that's not to say I didn't respect her before because before this I held her in a very high regard. But um, at this point, man, she's my hero. She's on that Mount Rushmore of people who have gone through things and they come on the other side still good people. Because there aren't a lot out there. There aren't a lot of people who have gone through the things that she's went through. <clears throat> and, uh, strong enough to keep talking, keep going, keep wanting to be a better person. And I just want to say I'm proud to know you. Um,. Glad to have you in my life. And I thank you so, so very much for everything you've done for me and for my friend. And even if you never hear this, I'm going to heap praise upon you like no other because, um, Came to my rescue when I needed rescuing. And it wasn't even me. You were doing me a favor. You were doing a favor for another woman. Without the expectation of anything in return. And I think... Um... Ultimately, you can only get that understanding of life and that kind of strength from love. I come on here and I say it all the time, dog. Love conquers all of this shit. Go above and beyond the call of duty for love and a loved one and the love of other people. I get up every every day, and sometimes at one thirty at night, um, to do this show because I love y'all. I love the listeners. Love people who are in similar situations to me, where they're trying to elevate their mind and take themselves to another um, level of understanding. I think I'm I think we are all that way because we come from that supreme love that I talk about all the time, man. Absolute beautiful supreme love. Shout out to Nikki and Phil. Um, I'll probably be up for another hour. My mind is racing. I'm trying to 
calm myself, bring myself back down from the rage wave that I was on. So, I'm going to enjoy my beer and smoke another blunt. And, uh, this is Fire in the Kitchen Podcast, man. Back again, we're fire sleepers. More sir, chasing summer, new album, 2019. This is sir, fire. Sleeper two, once again, good artists, dope artists. Mac Aries, new album, Juice Block Box, 2019. This is I Just Need Love. 